Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Anderson. Negotiators need to learn how to negotiate under pressure. So let's face it, pressure is a part of the negotiating process. We wouldn't know that we were in the middle of a negotiation if we didn't feel some pressure upon us. Now, the problem with this pressure is that it can cause us to make poor decisions. Negotiators can feel pressured to use their negotiation styles and negotiating techniques to wrap up a deal as quickly as possible. Speed is often the enemy of a sound lasting deal, but several safeguards can protect you the next time you negotiate in a high pressure situation. Take time to think multiple steps ahead. One of the biggest challenges that negotiators face is when we become so focused on signing a deal that we overlook the long-term challenges of implementation. This pitfall is all the more dangerous in crisis negotiations where parties often feel desperate to reach a deal at any cost and quickly. This type of short-term thinking often limits us from considering the various eventualities that might unfold down the line. We need to be aware of the importance of thinking multiple steps ahead in the negotiation. Diagramming potential outcomes with a decision tree is one way to bring long-range outcomes into focus. Negotiators can encourage far-sighted thinking in others by one, having negotiators articulate how their proposals advance the organization's long-term interests, and two, linking financial bonuses to progress during the early years of deal implementation rather than offering rewards for closing. If we add if-then consequences to a deal, then both parties can agree to disagree by building incentives and penalties into the contract based on their differing positions. Find a way to slow things down. Now, I think we can all agree that in the middle of a crisis, we may feel that we have a duty to work at lightning speed in an effort to contain the situation. Yet, even as we approach the problem with intensity and a sense of urgency, there's a value in working methodically. A good example of why this is a good thing to do is shown in hostage standoffs. We need to consider that the perpetrators in these situations tend to be people who have snapped because of a personal crisis and taken hostages on impulse. They're likely to be in a volatile emotional state when the crisis begins, but their rage tends to subside over time. Consequently, in a situation like this, a negotiator needs to view time as their most valuable tool, and they need to try to stall for as long as they can. Freed from deadlines, the authorities try to gradually earn the hostage taker's trust and encourage him or her to surrender. Make sure to always monitor the creation of the deal. 
We've been told that we need to own the entire negotiating process. However, after we've engaged in a complex negotiation process, negotiators are often happy to pass off the technicalities of draft dealing to their attorneys. This can be a big mistake. This handoff is prone to errors. Vague, contradictory, and missing deal terms are not uncommon, and they can lead to serious problems during the implementation stage. Fortunately, there's at least three ways to avoid mistakes when you negotiate. First, be sure to communicate the motivations behind your deal to your legal team. This step keeps your lawyers from having to guess what your intentions were, and thus it could save you time and money in the long run. Second, resist the common tendency to merely glance over deal documents and file them away. Instead, read them through carefully to determine whether or not they accurately reflect the negotiated terms as you understand them. Third, set up a time for your lawyers to read the deal back to you in plain English, free of legal jargon. Ask questions about any potential ambiguities and stress tests any hypothetical scenarios that could arise. What all of this means for you. So pressure is part of the job of being a negotiator. However, as negotiators, we need to realize that when we're under a great deal of pressure, we may end up making poor decisions in our next principled negotiation. If we're aware that we might do this, then we need to implement safeguards in order to prevent ourselves from making mistakes. We can prevent ourselves from making pressure-related mistakes by taking the time to think multiple steps ahead. We can also encourage others to do the same thing. One of the reasons that poor decisions get made during a negotiation is because things are moving so fast. We can learn a lesson from hostage negotiators and take steps to slow things down. Finally, the deal that gets signed is what we've worked for, and we have a responsibility to make sure that the deal reflects what we've negotiated. This means that negotiations can't hand off the creation of the deal to someone else. Now, we're never going to be able to get the pressure associated with negotiating to go away. However, if we can realize that pressure is part of the job, then perhaps we can implement plans to deal with it. If we can make this happen, then we'll have a better chance of avoiding making poor decisions and we'll be able to create deals that everyone can live with. Good luck.